Exactly. <laughs> right. Okay, alright, alright. So we're talking about... Jojo. No, we need to do an introduction first. So okay. this is Pinky in the Brain. Yeah. And we're in a parking lot eating ice cream. I started my new job today, right? Mm-hmm. And I realized that I'm like a super judgmental person. And I like don't... You're just now realizing that? No, no. Because like I'm not to the vast majority of people... But, like, if someone appears trashy to me, I think that they're trashy. You know what I... And you know exactly what I mean. Like, sometimes you just see people and they just look trashy. And, like, they're probably perfectly nice people. And here's the thing is, I know this because I told you about the time I did acid and ended up in Michigan, right? Are we allowed to talk about this on a podcast? I mean, yeah. A bunch of people talk about drugs on podcasts. This is a school podcast, though. Just, well, okay, if you're going to talk about... Good just, story. Listen, just talk listen. about... Okay, yeah, go ahead. So, I I told you I ended up in Michigan uh-huh. doing acid. Huh. And then the next day I come to, <laughs> and I'm freaking out because I realized that the dudes that I... Like, I... Sober me just realized that, like, these dudes were crackheads. Like, there were obvious signs, and if you've been around crackheads, you can recognize a crackhead. So, I, like, freaked out. I called my mom, blah, blah, blah. It's a whole story. Wait, yeah, you did tell me about but the thing is, is that those, like, the one dude, Simba, was one of the wisest, coolest, like, nicest, you, like, you just meet someone and you know they're just super nice, you know what I mean? And, like, Carl, he was just, he was fried, and, like, me and me and Simba talked about it. No, we did, because here's the thing, is, like, we took, me and Simba took two hits of acid, and we were, like, had a great trip, we were, like, walking around in this beautiful neighborhood, there was this divider, and like both, if you sat on the divider both ways, looked like the same street. Uh, so like, of course, we're on acid, so we're like, this is a, a portal of some sort. Uh, so we Makes hung sense. out. Yeah, we hung out there in the middle for a while. So it was really cool. And the thing is, is that Carl took eight hits and he fell asleep, and that's a crazy. Like that, I can't imagine. You know what I mean? And I, I talked to him about it, and I was like, you know, I, I talked to Simmy. He's like, he just he just did too much. The thing is, like, those were both really nice people, but I know for a fact that 40 to 60% of society is going to see both of them and make assumptions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I do the same thing all the time, and I think most people make, like, snap judgments. Um, but, like, I don't know. It was just, like, every person except for Tanya, the office manager... Dan and me just looked like they were from the east side of Toledo. <laughs> they did. And, like, the like they were all really nice, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, like, I don't have any reason to think that they're, they are trashy people. But I think that, because I consider myself, like, a pretty enlightened, open-minded person. But it just, I realized <laughs> today, nice. because there was, like, three or four people that I just all had that, like, kind of look about them. I was just, I was like, I'm kind of a you know, I, uh, it's weird. It's weird. Because you know you do the same thing when you see, when you see some people. Yeah. And I mean. I think most people do. I think everybody does. And just some people, most people just kind of are better at pushing it out of their head, you know? Right. I mean, I think it's natural to make, like, all right. It's so funny because they say don't read a book by the cover. But that is a terrible way to pick a book. Tell me that doesn't make sense. You're at a library. Tell me that doesn't make sense. 
you're at a library and you're looking for a book. How are you gonna pick it if you don't if you don't look at the cover first? You know what? I, and the cover catches your eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I'm I I'm guess. I'm the same way about dating. Like I've been called pretty vain. And it's not that it's not that personality doesn't matter to me because like someone can be super duper attractive, but if they're dud as a person, I still am not into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that being said, I definitely have standards that I won't go below. So I, I think appearance has to draw someone in in the first place, and it's not to my standards that has to draw everyone in, it's to the individual, yeah, there has to be something that is attractive about that person for you to, like, want to get to know them on the next level, yeah, whether it's they have crazy cankles or pretty eyes, you know, like, doesn't matter what, there's some weird crazy, people out crazy there, crazy cankles would attract you, there are some weird people <laughs> out there, I am one of them, but not a cankle guy, you sure? But no, I, I don't know. It's annoying because my standards are just, my standards are like built around what I have perceived as attractive growing up. You know what I mean? So like, just because those are the things that I find attractive and that I, I need, I mean, I don't need every, it's not like I have a checklist and if someone doesn't meet all those marks. Yeah, that would, that's like Ross and Rachel. Exactly. The most annoying couple of all time. Arguably. I hate them so much. <laughs> you know, we're watching, and they're all like, drama, like, oh, we can't be together. Like, uh, uh, we can't be together. Uh, <laughs> and you just know they're going to be together eventually, so it's annoying. <laughs> all right. The question was initially, what do you think happens when we die? And the question was to Pinky, not me. I think when we die, that's it. We're just dead. There's nothing after that. Well, I don't know. There could be literally any infinite number of things happening after. So my guess is going to be wrong unless I guess one out of an infinite number of chances correctly, which is impossible almost. Right, right. And here's the thing is, is that like I was talking to my brother-in-law the other night and he's like, a supposedly super Christian dude. But it took me about 10 minutes of questioning him to break him down to the point to admit that he only believed it because that's how he was raised and that it was shoved down his throat. Mm -hmm. I think that that's like the majority of people who are like, quote unquote, religious. Because here's the thing is, you can have a religion, but you're not a religious person. Get your shoes off my seat. Oh, come on. Your seat is already here. I don't know. I just think, like, the ego to have a hundred... This is what I was saying to Gabe. I was saying, think of the ego to have a hundred thousand percent belief in your religion of choice. Like, to not question it at all is ridiculous. And, like, then that's the thing that I like about Buddhists. Like, I'm not... I'm spiritual, but I'm not religious per se. But if I was going to have a quote-unquote religion, it would be Buddhism. Part of it is to always question everything. You know what I mean? You, you, you're on your own journey. I and think that's I, a good thing to live by. Right, because there's a lot of situations where if you, if you take a second and double-think and question shit, 
you know, easier solutions will pop up. You, you know what I mean? I just, but yeah, I, I think for, you know, I was raised, I, I've been baptized like, God, six times. It's Why? Incredible. It's crazy. Okay, so, like, I grew up in foster care. So, like, every place that I went, just, like, they would round up the kids for baptisms. So, I always was like, oh, well, you haven't been baptized yet. Not by you. Um, but I was raised religious up until, but, like, I never believed in any of it. And the thing is, is, okay, so I told you that my mom had a stillborn baby. And I remember asking my Sunday school teacher what happens to babies if they die if they haven't been saved you know what i mean because that's what if if you don't get saved you'll go to hell and her answer was that they would go to hell and like from that point on i was like this seems like a cult more than anything and i still think it is oh it really makes me feel weird because i can only go to church once a year on christmas eve every year <sighs> terrible i know the part that really creeps me out was when everybody's like chanting in unison. Like, what the heck? That like that's Is your family Catholic? That's, oh my god. That explains so much. Why? What does that explain? Catholics are crazy, dude. I know, bro. Catholics are nuts, dude. I you know. guys are crazy. <laughs> but no, back okay, so like when you die, the thing is is that like I do have my personal beliefs about what happens when but it doesn't really matter what that is because like you said I know for a fact that I'm wrong basically unless you somehow guess it's in a billion chances so yeah it's not even that because I don't think that like whatever divine existence is I don't think that we as humans have the capability of even even conceptualizing that into something you know what I mean even putting that into a language I really don't whatever it is I don't think that it's something that that we humans at this point in our evolution are able to even imagine up or guess yeah you know like all the yeah. all the crazy like there's because there's a lot of pseudo like spiritual you'll start you'll start getting into some weird shit for a while uh i knew okay so shannon her brother one of the smart like like you like a genius like a really really smart person and he graduated high school and he started doing like a bunch of acid and a bunch of DMT. And like, but he was doing it daily and I can't even, I can't even imagine doing it daily. That's like, that's stressful. And he like, he lost his bro. He's different now. Like he's just, he's different than he ever was. Like he just, he went overboard, man. It's crazy. He's one of the, like, he okay so i remember this one time like he was really into this thing called the kundalini me and shannon go over one day and he literally like it, it was like like a powerpoint presentation it wasn't a powerpoint but you know what i mean like the way he was like talking about it like he was like feeding all this information pulling up videos on youtube and like really like like trying to pitch this and i still don't know what it is because the whole time i was just like dude and like you gotta chill he was working for like a pyramid scheme he was really into it and then he ended up going to a hospital for three days because he was naked at like four in the morning oh my god uh just walking down the street yeah and like he just said he wanted to go for a jog like he stopped doing drugs and he's like he's better now you know what i mean like he's like a functioning person he's yeah. still really smart but like he just 
there's just a space there that that's always gonna be there like he's just like bro he's just a little bit fried now and like i think i'm a little bit fried you know like i definitely think i'm more fried than i was before i started doing psychedelics <laughs> for sure well that's weird i would want to meet you then I mean, it, it, we were talking about judgmental <coughs> shit earlier. That acid trip that I had, the whole point of that story was that I I know that, like, if I had been really desperate to get acid, I wouldn't have hung out with those guys. You know, that, that was the reason that I was around them. That being said, they were both pretty cool dudes. Mm-hmm. And, like, that trip for me specifically, that was, like, a trip where I was, like, I got to stop, like, judging people so much. But, like, it's easy. You learn, like, here's the thing is, you do learn a lot of lessons if you, like, if you go about it the correct way. But, like, you forget that shit, too. You know, like, life goes on. It's easy to not keep, like, really lessons at the forefront. But no, Mars. Uh, so, like, initially, there was this program, I want to say it wasn't SpaceX. God, I can't even remember. I think Elon Musk is cool, and I think a lot of people think that he's not as smart as he actually is. Who's your biggest science role model? Let's keep his philosophy related. I like Albert Camus. He's an absurdist. Those who dance to the music sound. Oh, really? Yeah. That is my favorite one. What is it? Um, and those that were seen dancing were thought to be crazy by those who could not hear the music. Yes. That's a good quote. He's like a, an emo Shakespeare. The best kind of Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. I tried reading one of his... <laughs> I think I tried reading... I can't remember. It was too hard. I'm Yeah, I'm just gonna say, like... It was difficult. People can say that Shakespeare is, like, the greatest writer of all time, Dude. but, like, I've read a lot of books and his are not entertaining at all, okay? What? Like, I'm sitting there trying to get through this. The stories are cool, you know what I mean? Like, I like I, I like See, Shakespeare I just, plays and shit I'm like too Hamlet. Lazy. I'm too lazy to read a Shakespeare book. Yeah, like, for I'm sure. I'm just too lazy for it. Like, that's that's how I was. I bought Dante's Inferno um, from Grounds for Thought, and giant-ass book. It's about uh, Dante going through all the levels of hell. Uh, but, okay, so you remember that movie I told you about the house that Jack built? And, uh, so that is, it's not Dante's Inferno, but it's loosely based off the same, like, scenario. You know what I mean? It's, it's basically Jack's going through, he's a serial killer. He's going through all the times he's killed people in his life. Mm -hmm. And just, like, talking about, like, how he got, I think it's super interesting. There, it's always bad to take a life. And, like, I know that I couldn't do it. I th- it would weigh on me unless the scenario was, like, life or death. You know, me or them type thing. Even then, it would still weigh on me. Yeah. Like I, like I said, I, I've talked to some people. I've also talked to people who, who killed people that they think and I think deserved it. You know, if you kill a pedophile... Is that, can you really say that's wrong? You can say I mean, that that's not up to that person. Like, think about Robin Hood, because Robin Hood steals from the rich and gives to the poor. Yeah. It's like the same thing. Is that immoral? Yeah. I mean, he shouldn't be stealing from anybody, but at least he's doing it for a good cause. Yeah, but exactly. But it's the same kind of thing where it's like... Well, and everyone says, well, what gives that person the right to the, make that decision? Yeah, exactly. What gives the government the right to make that decision? True. I personally support the death penalty. 
I always have. No, not me. Oh, no, I want to take it a step further, okay? I think we should go back to public hangings. No! I, listen. What the I, hell is wrong with Listen, you, I think if we did public hangings of rapists and pedophiles, people would just... Be, they, they would no. still be out there. They would just never act. You are it. insane. No, I'm serious. No. And here's the thing is the death penalty no. system right now, the, what's wrong with it is that it takes so long for them to do it. Honestly, for me... If I commit a horrible crime, I'm going to want to kill myself. Yeah, exactly. So when I think about it, it's like, bro, if you go and like do like a mass shooting or whatever, half the time they do kill themselves, and the other half of the time they get the death penalty, but it's like, shouldn't you just be forced to rot in prison for like 50 years? Because that's kind of like a horrible... I would rather kill myself than go to prison, I know that. I mean, me too. So even if like it's not that bad, like I would just rather kill myself. I mean, I would I'd have to be looking at more than 10 years for me to Yeah, definitely. Myself. I mean, I would wait unless it was like... I mean, I could do some time. You know, like, I could definitely... I could sit five years if, if I, I could enjoy to. my life after, then right. I would then I would just do it. But I mean, but if, if I... if I was going to be, like, 70, I would just kill myself. Not even, not even 70. Like, I'm 20, 24 right now. If I got a 10-year sentence, I don't think I could do that. That's 10 years. You know? Like, you, you, that's 10 years. I mean, it's 10 years, but you'd only be 34. That's, like, not that old. Yeah, but 10 years? I did 11 months. And it sucked. 10 years? No way. The whole criminal justice system is the most messed up out of everything in our country. I'll tell, I'll tell my story. So, I got intervention in lieu of conviction. I had a bad drug test, blah, 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 blah. So basically, the I signed a plea agreement for probation, and there's a bunch of conditions. Well, the judge decided to tack one on that I had to go to that program. Well, I went into court, and I thought I was going to be out in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I didn't get out till 10, 10 and a half, 11, whatever months later. And that whole time, I never knew when I was getting out. It was literally always like, maybe... Maybe next month. Maybe next week. Maybe, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, the day that I did get out, I was so just sat in. Like, I just was like, I'm just going to be here forever. They just came and got me, and they were like, hey, you're getting out. And I was like, uh, okay. I was like, all right, let's go. I'm out of here. I was pumped, dude. I gave away all my food. It was a good day. I tried to steal my wristband, uh, and they got pissed at me. Uh, I just wanted it for a keepsake. You know, I had worn it for an ever, because you're not allowed to take them off. I did take mine off, but that's not the point. So I tried to steal it, I got out, and then there's a phone out in the lobby, and I called my mom, and I'm like, hey, uh, I just got out, and she was like, yeah, I know what happened to August, and I was like, ah! This has been Pinky in the Brain. I don't know. I'm tired, bro. I'm tired, too.